It's time for Rhema for Today. Well, I, I began to see from the Word of God certain things. Not because God just singled me out. I tell you, I'd been meditating on them, thinking on them, saying them to myself. I didn't know you're supposed to, but I just did it anyhow. I'd quoted certain, said certain, quoted certain scriptures and said certain things thousands of times. When I say thousands of times, I don't mean just over those months. I said them sometimes several thousand times one night. Because one night, I didn't sleep but 10 minutes. All the rest of the time I was singing. You know, just quietly to myself. But I said all night long. Well, you know, how many times could you say it? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching, A Better Covenant. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Why aren't we free? Either because we do not know what the Word of God says or do not know how to act upon the Word to make it become ours. You see, it is ours from a legal standpoint, but what we need is to become vitally, experimentally ours. In other words, it's ours all right in the spirit realm. It's already bought and paid for. But what we need is it manifested in our physical bodies. Well, how does that come about? By knowing what the Word of God said is yours, by believing in your heart, beginning to confess it with your mouth. You see, I think what happens to us a lot of times is that some folks just try to ape and imitate somebody else what they did. Like Brother Capp said in teaching on faith, they've got the formula of it, but they don't have the principle of it. And it, it doesn't work. See, they say the same thing somebody else says all right. But... Uh, they don't have that. They're, they don't have that conviction on the inside of them. They will forget when the light came to me. Forty-five years ago, this past August, or forty-six years ago, this coming August, I was there in bed, bedfast. I just weighed eighty-nine pounds, just tall as I'm now. Could you imagine that? No wonder they called me a walking skeleton. That's what they called me when I first came off bed. They called me a walking skeleton. You know, weighing just eight, nine pounds, you know, you look like he's going to fall on your tracks. I'd been bed fast 16 months, you know. Weighing no more than that, you see, just 89 pounds, just flat skin and bones. Well, you know, you could just Get anywhere close around your heart and you could feel it a thumping. And it didn't beat right because it was abnormal. It was, it was deformed. Like Dr. Robertson said to me one time, he said, son, uh, I'll, I'll describe it to you. He said, you've seen a child with a club foot? I said, yes, sir. He said, well, that's a deformed foot. He held up his fist. Now, I said, if you can imagine that my, my fist is your heart. It's deformed. You see, your heart's deformed. You're deformed all throughout your chest area. Then besides that, I had the incurable blood disease. Well, I, I began to see from the Word of God certain things. 
Not because God just singled me out. I tell you, I'd been meditating on them, thinking on them, saying them to myself. I didn't know you're supposed to, but I just did it anyhow. I'd quoted certain, said certain, quoted certain scriptures and said certain things thousands of times. When I say thousands of times, I don't mean just over those months. I said them sometimes several thousand times one night. Because one night, I didn't sleep but ten minutes. All the rest of the time I was singing. You know, just quietly to myself. But I said, all night long. Well, you know how many times could you say it? That many hours. Hallelujah. But you see, that's what it was. It was hearing myself say that, that registered, that, that what I was saying eventually registered on my spirit. See down here on the inside of me. You see? That word. And what I was saying, because what I was saying was in line, I was making, as we call them, confessions, or making a statement in line with God's word. That registered on my spirit. Well then, when I when the time came, I'd said it before, in a, but it's more mental, you see. But when the time came, that, uh, that day that I said from my heart, before I just said it from my head. A lot of times yet, I'll say things, you know. And I'll say to myself, sometimes I'll reach up and slap myself. Say, now boy, you know, but now you just saying that out of your head, it's not going to work. And you know it's not going to work. And I'll straighten up and start saying it from my heart, my spirit. Amen. But you know what? I knew. I, I, you know, an inward conviction. That's what faith is, an inward conviction. An inward assurance. I knew. Wasn't a doubt anywhere on the inside. Now, in my head there was. I'm not talking about my head. Some can say what they want to, but I know better. I've been there. Faith will work in your heart, your spirit, that is, with doubt in your head. Because my head was screaming, it's not going to work. But on the inside of me, there was a divine, there was just an assurance. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it worked just as much as I knew what my name was. I knew that. In here I'm talking about. And that's the reason within the hour I was standing out of the bed on my feet and it all disappeared. Praise God. Now, you know, I very seldom in all these years, 40 some odd years, I talk about not having a headache and 40 some odd years, and I haven't. And not really been sick. You know, I've, I've passed up a number of good opportunities to be sick. But uh, I, I've, I've always, uh, sometimes, I, I'm different, a lot of folks. I don't just jump right in and pray instantly about something sometimes. I stop, even though I know the word, and go back to it, meditate on it, and go over scriptures. Amen. Are you listening to me? Don't just jump. And, 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 and I, I, I've been attacked in body with serious symptoms because I know something about some of them. I've been there. And uh, I, I've just sort of thought like this, you know. Well, I went to school, learned the multiplication table. It works. I don't stop and say, well, you reckon that multiplication table still works today like it did when I was back there? Just a schoolboy. No, you just don't even think about it. You just go ahead and work it. Three times three is still nine. See? 
Well, I just ask myself the question, you know, just, just communing with myself on the bed. Does God's Word still work? I mean, is it as good as a multiplication table? Yeah, it still works. Well, what did it say? It said when you pray, believe you received, you'll have. So I pray, I believe, I've got it, glory, that's it, amen. That settles it. No use thinking about it anymore. No use talking about it anymore. Don't even touch it in thought life. That's it. That's it. That's it. That still works. That still works. Well, now, I always get results just right away. And you should, too. Are you listening to me? Now, if you're not getting results right away, don't give up your hope. Because if you do, your faith won't have anything to make real. So don't give up hope. Because, see, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith won't have anything to give substance to if you give up hope. So don't give up hope now. Just because I said that and because your healing had been manifested, don't give up hope. Are you listening? Stay in hope and keep feeding on the Word of God till your faith gives substance to what you hope for. If you didn't hope for anything, you're not going to get anything because there's nothing there for faith to give substance to. Now that's the reason a lot of folks die. They give up hope. Are you listening to them? They give up hope. That's the reason they die. That's the reason they don't make it. They give up hope. Don't give up hope. No, 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 no. Remember one dear lady, she, she misunderstood what I was saying. One of them, right here, right here in the state of Oklahoma. Poor dear, you know, was they'd, they'd bring her out there and lay her, uh, you know, they didn't get an ambulance every time they'd, they'd carry out and put her on a cot, you see, because really she was bed fast, you know, so they'd put her in the car, you know, and make a bed in the back seat and then just lift her up in the arms, bring her out and put her on a cot in the church, you know. And after I'd preached, I'd started out, she reached out, and I went right by her, you know, and she reached out and got hold of me. We said, oh, Brother Egan said, don't take my hope away from me. Well, I said, no, I'm not going to take your hope away from you. No, no, certainly not. Didn't mean that at all. She misunderstood what I was saying. I just said, hope's not faith, which it isn't. No, we don't take your hope away from you. No. Because if you do that, while well, you are gone. That's it. That's the end of it. Keep on hoping. Amen. Because by so doing, you see, you're open up for faith. But now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Or I like the New English translation. It's a new translation that came out, you know, in recent years. It said, faith is giving substance to things hoped for. Well, I, I was, a, I was a translating that, I guess maybe you could call it a Hagen translation, before I ever read the New English translation. It just confirmed what I was saying. Because I found it worked for me with, with when, when things didn't seem to be working. For instance, if it's healing, it's not manifested. Or if it's finances and they're not manifested, I don't have the money yet. I found that if I would just keep saying, my faith is giving substance to that. My faith is giving substance to that money. See, I hope for it. My faith is giving substance to the healing. That it changed and here it came into being. Because faith is giving substance to things hoped for. See, hope doesn't have any substance. I mean, why would you hope for something you already have? Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, 
plans, purposes, and pursuits. The next item is the three CD set by Kenneth E. Hagen, A Fresh Anointing. Also in the package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagen's teaching, Walking with God. Next is the three CD set from Lynette Hagen, titled, If I Can, You Can. You get all this for the price of $45. But that's not all. If you order this package, we will give you a free mini book called How to Walk in Love by Kenneth E. Hagen. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to especially talk to you about Lynette and Denise's women's conference. Yes. It's called Kindle the Flame, and that is September the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th. That's a Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. She has some great speakers, Brenda Thomas, and Anna Gresham, Julia Post, Kara McKinnon. You can go right now to rhema.org slash KTF and register. You want to get your lady here for this special, special women's conference. Yes, and ladies, make sure uh, on Saturday night we have a wonderful candlelight service, communion, and a prayer service. So make sure that you stay the whole time. Monday, we'll start a new teaching from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled The Glory of God. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.